Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, welcome back to the show where we try to make some cohesive sense of something that doesn't make any cohesive sense. No, well it hasn't yet. The Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies. It's a fantastic little world. Tooniverse. And as it transpires, it's connection with our world. Um, So last week we saw a bit more of the now apparent tragedy that is the mind of Daffy Duck. You've got to feel sorry for him. Touched. He is in the um, head. We uh, came to a, a at least a tentative conclusion about all the different sort of themed areas in in the Loontoons world, where everyone's in a medieval town or a yeah. Latin town. Yeah, for all the for all the egghead. We think they're sort of reservations or maybe Westworld esque theme parks that were introduced as part of a government scheme to. Just ease the life of an egghead. Because it is a short, tragic life. Short, tragic life that ends in mental collapse. Yes. And then potential physical collapse. collapse, Yeah, (laughs) Just cave into themselves like a soft boiled egg. Uh, What else did we see last week? Oh, and then Daffy Duck went to Hollywood. He did. He did did go to Hollywood. He became the director. Yeah, so he's done quite well with himself. He stepped up in the world. Something Um, of a savant, maybe. and, And there was also a lot of stock footage from our world. Which, which was quite means interesting. Someone on that side of the portal is, is watching us. Uh, is is studying us? Yeah, just as intently. Interesting. As we're studying them. Uh, but they by just... we, I don't mean our world in general. I mean you and me specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? I do, I do get the thing that I'm being watched. But yeah, who knows? It's odd that they kind of just keep those films lying about so that any director can just walk into the studio and just start. Well, I don't know because we're like we're very sort of. You know, in our, in our world and under our government, we we get very sort of cagey about those sort of discoveries. It gets very like you know you That's get true. You, know, you know Roswell and Area Fifty One that sort of that sort of vibe. Whereas, you know, maybe maybe they're very open about it in their world. Well, yeah, they do have a they do have a you know a laissez faire. Yeah, they are. Yeah, government. they are quite um, a bit loose weave, aren't they, on the old authority thing? Yeah. So I mean, people aren't getting put away for murder. We still, we still need to keep count of yeah. that dog, though. Like, well, I can't remember what we decided it was currently. Uh, thirty-two. Th- yeah, I think it was thirty-two. Was thirty-two confirmed kills? <laughs> thirty-two on-screen confirmed kills as yeah, well. Has to be on screen. That dog what killed everybody? Yeah, that dog that what killed everybody? Yeah. So uh, you know, there's a lot to think about in that regard. Yeah. Um, so last week we watched Daffy Duck in Hollywood. Uh, so we move on to the. Next chap, which is uh, it's a it's a Porky Pig number. Oh, Porky! Uh, and it's called Porky the Gob. Porky the Gob. I, I I don't even know what that's going to do. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. So if you're watching along at home, Porky the Gob. <laughs> that tickled you, Cal? Uh, it, it it has. I'm 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 very intrigued. Taught fit and svelte. He is. Well, he has joined the navy. He's joined and, the navy. Yeah, and he's uh, he's trimmed down a bit. All that military training. Yeah. At mm-hmm. first, we thought he looked tubbier, but that was just his head. His head was it's fat. actually his head looks fat compared to his now yeah. slender physique. It's like a balloon on a stick. So Porky's joined the navy, presumably to uh, get away from the mental Daffy. They absolutely, you know, batshit crazy. He Daffy. did try to kill him last time. Exactly. He needs some time away. Uh, yeah, I would as well. Um. 
But yeah, he, he doesn't like this Navy stuff. No, his words, he does not like this Navy stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot of dogs in this one. Our first cat as well. Yeah. Uh, which is quite interesting. He's got quite sort of generic looking, you know, old school toon cat. Like, it, it, it looks a bit like the old, like a transition between like Animaniacs and the cat weed. Yeah, kind of, it just reminded me of Felix. Yeah, Felix. Yeah, like, kind of had that, that just, you know, round head pointy ears. Yeah, it's not thing. like, it's not like later Loon Tunes cat no. that we know and love. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, still the first cat. Uh, dogs still in position of power, but then they were most places on the ship. The, yeah, sea, the, the, sea, the, dogs, yeah, the, sea dogs. Yeah, some salty sea dogs. Salty sea dogs. Yeah. And, uh, well, one of them was used as a whistle. Yeah. Because he's a dog. Yeah, because he's a dog whistle. Yeah. Yeah. So because that's uh, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just get a dog and yeah. You blow on its fingers. Presumably there's a pig whistle, a duck whistle. <laughs> but you'd imagine. Yeah. You just... I'm thinking if you get Daffy, squeeze his neck, you're gonna get a <clears throat> Yeah, thank you very much. That was brilliant. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> uh but yeah, not much thrown into question in this episode really not not like, really I mean it was Porky, nice to see Porky got a big bag of money at the end yeah so presumably that's going to help him out in the near future yeah also his combat skills that he honed against like they have Robert, improved they massively. have improved he's like yeah he, he is doing well he takes out uh, a submarine which fits an impossibly long ladder in considering the depth of the submarine uh, he manages to battle everybody that's in that while the rest of the, the troops are away and yeah gets rewarded with a big bag of money for defeating the bad guy yeah not a huge amount else except for like we've we'd been keenly looking out for uh, the differences between Porky Pig in the episode and the Porky Pig at the end of the episode yeah and we're theorising that because we had that idea that possibly well, it's not the same Porky Pig all the way through. Like no. a Porky Pig will retire, and, and then and you, and you, and you remember the family will step. But up. it's still the same character, yes. as it were. Yeah, he's, like, he's playing so the far bits. as so far as them putting on shows for through the portal for yeah. our benefit. It's always going to be Porky. So as far as we're Pig. concerned, it's the but same. It's part. actually different people. It's like Doctor Who, or like yeah. you know all the different people who've portrayed Sherlock Holmes. It's like it's still yeah. Sherlock or Holmes, James Bond, James Bond. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Pork, but Porky, they either getting same members of the family, so they're getting you know people who look pretty much identical. Yeah, but maybe that's maybe that's our perception. Maybe they don't look pretty much identical. Oh, that is maybe true. maybe all pigs look the same to us, Cal. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe we're falling we, into the same racist <laughs> trap. <laughs> we need we need to look out for the differences, and I mean possibly this is one of them because he is a lot a lot more svelte in this. Yeah. Um, so, but, but the Porky Pig at the end is definitely older. So we yeah. think it's an older generation Porky Pig. Possibly someone who, a beloved, a beloved pig who portrayed Porky Pig for many years. Yeah, through the portal, and now he's got a little cushion now, number of just yeah. best of the drum. Well, it's a, it's it's an honour. Yeah. It's an honorific. Yeah, it's, uh, he possibly only had to do it once as well. Just stock footage. Yeah, maybe the drum. Maybe potentially. Maybe it's the first ever Porky Pig. And they just keep him. So we need to keep look out for differences in those end bits as well. Yeah, so if he gets like older. If it suddenly changes. Yeah. It's like, ah. Changes gloves. <laughs> yeah. Then puts his waistcoat back on. <laughs> yeah, you know. Little things. Yeah. Important stuff. But overall, that episode didn't raise uh, too many questions or really no. answer any, which is a shame. 
I'd hoped to kick in because it's been a while since we recorded uh, an episode. Uh, we've we've had to we've been running on running on fumes. As we well. have yes. Uh, I'd hoped to kick in with some some uh, some big news, but... heavy stuff. But we're I know that we are nearing the end of the. Uh, like the egghead era and the next one's an egghead episode uh, I do like an egghead episode because you just never know what you're going to get well also now we've sort of worked out what direction we're working in with yeah. egghead like it's easier to work out what we're what's input, what details are important and what we can brush by the wayside yeah because it's it's trying to understand whether or not the egghead we're seeing in this one is the same egghead as the last episode yeah. and on the whole we're presuming we've not seen the same yeah. head twice right yeah. exactly because you, you've got to assume that they have a, a lifespan of maybe a few weeks before they just crumble yeah maybe maybe a month or two yeah you know, it, it, it's hard but to they're the, particu- the particularly sort of uh, like skittish ones that we're seeing are ones that I think that have survived for longer and yeah. are really mid breakdown whereas so, sometimes he's quite cohesive I'm, I'm thinking the more sentient they are the shorter their lifespan oh so you don't think it deteriorates over the lifespan well I'm I'm, I'm thinking that they get a, a given amount of sentience um, and they can use it the, like, like you, you, you can use it out in like a hundred a hundred thought tokens yeah and you can use them all in one one, one file so it would be like really sentient or you can just be completely aware with the fairies and last much longer just a bit longer but at what cost yeah because we've seen some of them which they're just you know, well, that, that they, one, they're just completely out of it. But the little red walking hood, mm. he was absolutely off his rocker. He was, yeah. I reckon he kicked about for a while. We might have seen him for two episodes, but we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. That's 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 one thing. I, you know, there's there's no confirmation of that at the moment. But that to me sounds like a workable theory. Well, let's see what we can see then. So, uh, if you're watching along at home, uh, the next one is count me out. Uh, on December 17th, 1938. If you're not watching along at home, that's still the next one. Yeah, we're still going to watch it. Yeah. Whether you're watching it or not. <laughs> yeah, and you'll just have to you just have to listen to us ramble about it or not. Yeah, you, you, you might be able to work out what it's about by our ramblings, but it's hard to know. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get your hopes up. little more insightful yeah. than the last episode. Yeah, there's apparently a commune of eggheads. Yeah, so eggheads there. He's uh, I think it's porch. Yeah, uh, he's got his mailbox, mailbox out the front, yeah. specifically air mailbox. Don't yeah. know how that comes about. Well, he had a plane inside the box, so he could yeah. send his letters. So out. He could send his letters like straight out. So it was his airmail, not for airmail only. And then he and then he immediately got uh, a letter back. So he'd sent off for uh, an Acme boxing instruction. Yeah. Uh, sort of experience so wanted to become a boxer yeah uh, so it was an on vinyl bit but it came with all kinds of contraptions that he yeah. could he could practice on uh, and it guided him through a whole boxing experience uh, four lessons four lessons four lessons and then he got his diploma four lessons he got a diploma then it packed him off to a fight against Biff Stew Biff, the world, the world champion. champion which seems it seems unlikely uh yeah, I know very little about boxing, uh, but I'm fairly certain you don't just walk up, walk in with your diploma and go, "Look, I got me a boxing diploma. How about you put me up against the world champ?" 
Yeah. And maybe it does work like that. I, I don't know. I don't think it does, though. I don't, I don't think it I does. I struggle to believe that it does. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if that's how it happened. But, uh, the key thing here is, well, there's they're twofold. One, the postman who comes and delivers things also like an egghead. Yeah. He looks older, like different, like he's got the weird red nose, like the egghead. Yeah, but he's got a beard. I'm thinking that's stuck on, yeah. as I think all the hair is. Yeah, I, I think that's just, they, they get and the kit. nose. The nose yeah. isn't I, I think they get a kit and they can make themselves yeah it's like a Mr. Potato Head yeah they just put stuff on they've got eyes and a mouth but yeah you know that's it that's it Um, so we think there's a sort of commune where all the eggheads live they probably live for a little bit longer than we are given credit for yeah potentially Um, but you know still a a couple of months to kind of work Uh, yeah I I don't think they're very they get sent to this place it's all very caring community they they, they just all live together live a normal life but they can send off these various experiences which is where those other parks came in there there was um, there was the Cinderella one the Aladdin one the Pocahontas one Um, is that all of them? Uh, there was the one where he went to become a cow puncher yeah the sort of Wild West one that's what got us thinking maybe it's more like Westworld yeah um but yeah, they can send off these experiences, and unfortunately, this egghead sent off for an Acme experience. So there must be competing companies because those other experiences they were they were top notch. Yeah, I mean, they, they seem to have like a whole area set out, buildings, yeah. and he just got a record player. Yeah, so that's like and, Westworld. It's a full on reservation. Hmm. Like it's full like you can live here. There's a, there's a lot of money being poured into it. Yeah, and then the Acme one was a vinyl and some contraptions. And, he went cheap. Yeah. And yeah, it seemed to ship him off to fight the world champion, but that turned out to all be in his head. Yeah, he, he basically got knocked out by one of the machines. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you never know. It might have actually, the Acme one might have led to something more, but when he woke up after his being knocked out by one of the machines, yeah. he threw all the kit away. Uh, well, rightly so. Uh, he, he'd he, been, he got hurt. He'd been gypped. But and, I mean, if you want to become a boxer, what do you expect? Well, I don't think you expect to be listening to a vinyl and punched out in your own house by a contraption probably not probably not I don't want to be a boxer uh, but yeah so there's definitely competing uh, companies for these egghead experiences you've got to choose wisely if you're an egghead don't maybe go Acme do maybe we could do a guide for that later on when we've got a bit I think it's just don't clearer. choose Acme don't choose Acme yeah. don't choose the first one you find in the phone book do yeah. some research get on yeah Trip advisor. Have <laughs> a Google, see what you think. Yeah. Make, make sure you get some, uh, you know, non-biased reviews. Yeah, like really just do your research. If you're an egghead, don't just go for the first the first experience you find. Like really, really shop around. I'm sure there would have been other boxing experiences you could have went on which wouldn't have resulted in just that. Yeah, I presume there's, you know, uh, sort of a reservation somewhere where like you go there and you're the protagonist of like Rocky, yeah, you just you just do Rocky, which which would make you know a lot of sense because I think that it, it looks like it could be quite enjoyable. Well, you probably do Rocky too, because then you win. Yeah. Maybe you do both the whole experience, the whole what, arc. What what that's like a, a premium like, package, like a two week experience. One week is Rocky, uh, Rocky, Rocky one, one yeah. and week two is Rocky two. Yeah, because I mean, and there's no the, point in going on. Then Rocky you get 3. the whole, then you get the whole arc. Yeah, there's no point in doing Rocky three. No. No, I don't think so. Well, like not if you're an egghead and you're only alive for potentially for three ten weeks. weeks. <laughs> Those couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it cemented that theory somewhat. Um, 
be interested to see because it means there's multiple eggheads at once as well. Mm. Uh, and we're, we're we're just we're just not seeing them all. So maybe like maybe maybe they do like a um you know kind of a real life documentary type thing, and they'll just pick certain eggheads to follow around for a little while, and we're just seeing the best of the bunch, the most entertaining. Very well. Well, I'll tell you one exciting thing is about to happen. It's 1939. We've done two years, Cal. Oh, We've got through two God, years. Look at this. that. Wow. And it opens with uh, with a Porky number. With a Porky number. The Lone Stranger and Porky. I wonder if he spent his money wisely. Available on the Blu-ray of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. So there you go. It's just on there. It's just, it's just on there as a cheeky bonus. Why that's the home for it? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Seems a bit of an odd place. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Lone Stranger and Porky, uh, January seventh, nineteen thirty nine. Oh, excellent! It's nearly war o'clock as well. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, how that all pans out. Right. Okay, let's watch this mother. Let's do it. <laughs> So that's raised at least one interesting uh, divide. Mm. Yeah. So we, we we entered on that with um, you know a big date flashing up on the screen, eighteen sixty five. We thought, oh, we'll get some actual history, a bit, of, a bit of bit of the past here. But then there was a narrator, mm. which struck me as uh, odd to begin with. And then as it pushed on, there was like audience participation. Yeah. And so it's led us to believe that this uh, Lone Ranger-esque story starring a helpless Porky Pig uh, is actually one of, sort of a new type of um, cartoon we're seeing now uh, since Porky and Wacky Land, where they have an agenda. And that's one where they're actively putting on a show for us rather than us just seeing day-to-day life. Day-to-day life. Yeah, because it was it was definitely them putting on a show. Yeah, so like, like big signs, audience participation, special effects. Yeah, we were, uh, or the audience was asked, kind of like a choose your own adventure book: will he survive or not? And um, you know, they said yes, and he survived. I'm guessing if they'd said no, maybe he would have smashed in the ground, and that would have been. Yeah, it. I reckon so. Bad guy would have won. Yeah, so it's pretty much just there's there's the lone stranger, this masked sort of. Uh, bandit guy yeah with his horse silver uh, and yeah he's called upon to rescue Porky Pig who's being held up by bandits he's called via the medium of uh, television broadcast yeah, to which his come, magic mirror yeah on the which wall. comes through his mirror which is um, so like you know it was clearly like a more theatrical production in that regard yeah the the, the, the acting in that wasn't wasn't top notch it wasn't it was very sort of like full on, yeah. Like they were really over the top. Uh, but we've got to believe that if they're putting on a show for us, like some things are going to hold at least relatively true, right? Mm. Because uh, I only bring it up because there's one point where Silver, the Lone Stranger's horse, and the Bandit's horse get fall married in love and get married and tore off. Yeah. All while the Lone Stranger's fighting the Bandit, and when he's finished fighting the Bandit. She's back, and they've got tons kids. of kids. Yeah, 
That's a quick turnaround ah, for it's, it's eight a, horses. It's a very quick turnaround. Uh, and the last one was mustachioed, like the bandit's horse, and uh, and twirling his mustache and so on, and did an evil laugh. Um, now, for us to make like, for, for us to make a story where that happens, like it's it's sort of a level of absurdity, and people go, ah, oh, it's a level of absurdity. But like, if they're putting on a show for us, do, like, is that an accepted truth on two levels? One. Is is the turnaround for a horse about two minutes? <laughs> yeah, that because that that was a very very quick turnaround for yeah. horses. But we were wondering that earlier uh, when the uh, very early on in Porky's building, when we animals were. were being you know yeah because it was pelicans. It was what what's the average the turnaround, turnaround for a pelican? A pelican yeah, yeah. Uh, and the second question is in the Tooniverse, is evil genetically transferred? That is a very interesting question because I think that could have. You know, some real long-lasting ramifications. If if we come to that decision, yeah. Um, you know, like what's that going to mean for future villains? Yeah. You know, are they? What's gonna that going to mean for Petunia and Killers kids? Yeah. Like, are some of them going to end up? Is it evil? Is it the re? Is it also uh, on the uh, flip side of that? Is that the reason why, like, we can get Porky Pig after Porky Pig after Porky Pig who are near identical personality-wise mm. because personality is pretty much just... Genetically transferable as well. Ge- genetically transferable. Yeah. It's... Because we've already... It's a big question. We've already established that like, if you're born to... If you're a pig born to sentient pig parents, you're a sentient pig. You're, you're not just yeah. a pig. You don't, have to, you don't have to do that whole bit. No. You, 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 you don't have to sit trouser test. You don't have your snap moment. You just are. Yeah. Sentient. So, yeah, that's an interesting uh, mm. thing to ponder, a thing to look out for. And, I mean, th- like, both those horses were sentient as well, so, you know, it seemed like their kids were sentient, especially the mustachioed yeah. one. Because you don't do an evil laugh by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't, though, do you? No. Well, uh, no, I never have. No. What well, if that's just your laugh? Mm. Does, have you someone, ever come across somebody with like, just an evil laugh? When you define someone evil with an right. evil laugh and make them laugh at something that's not evil. Yeah. Like, like just, just tickle them or something. something. Yeah. 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 And just see whether or not it comes yeah. out as an evil laugh. Yeah, if you tickle someone who has, like, a big, booming, evil laugh, does does the does the big booming evil laugh happen? I don't I don't think it does. I reckon it comes out with some sort of like little titter. If you have a booming evil laugh, <laughs> and uh, you want us to try and make you laugh, uh, um, add something non-evil. Yeah, uh, do get in touch, uh, and uh, we will yeah, try our best. We'll, we'll we'll do a little we'll do a little YouTube video or something. Yeah, of you know, I was trying to make you laugh, and we'll see what happens. I want to know. I'm really interested. Yeah, I mean, like, that's not really what we've set out to discover, but I'd see no reason why we shouldn't try and answer these big questions. I'm I'm, I'm happy to answer any question that comes up. No, that, don't, don't, don't open that can of worms. What? You're happy to answer any question that comes up? No, I'm not saying I'm answer it right, but I'll happily give it an answer. (laughs) I'll say something (laughs) after you ask the question. And it might make sense, it might not, who knows? Okay, we've got a run of two episodes, uh, both of which introducing new characters. Mm. Uh, the next one, we looked them up the other week, but I can't picture them in my mind. I remember we concluded that we did need to watch it because we did recognise them. Uh, this is Two Curious Puppies, the first appearance oh, thereof. Two Curious Puppies. Uh, it's called Dog Gone Modern, and it's from January 14th, 1939. So let's see if... Uh, we need to persist with these two curious puppies. I think we probably do. 
different yeah, it was a bit odd uh so it starts like there's this sort of demonstration house of the future type deal mm. and uh two dogs managed to get inside it through the automatic door two curious puppies now i didn't yeah two curious puppies indeed Ken. they were very curious now i didn't know there were automatic doors in no. 1939 no, 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 no. but i've done some snooping oh yeah what you found out and well you learn something new every day cal and sometimes you waste it. Now, the type of automatic door we're talking about, uh, like the optically yeah. triggered one, uh, invented, uh, the first one was invented in 1931. Oh, wow. But, oh. when, Cal, do you think the first automatic door was invented? 1929. Two years earlier. The first century AD. What? Greek mathematician Heron of Alexandria invented the first known automatic door. He described two different automatic door applications. The first application used heat from a fire lit by a city temple's priest. After a few hours, the atmospheric pressure built up in a brass vessel, causing it to pump water into adjacent containers. These containers acted as weights. Through a series of ropes and pulleys would open the temple's doors at the time people were to arrive for prayer. Oh my god! So, now we know that Shit. we were fools to be alarmed by an automatic door in 1939. Wow. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, they were doing it in 1st century AD. That, that, yeah. So, the Tooniverse is teaching us about our world. Uh, well, actually, it's just sending us to an appropriate Wikipedia article, but that's good enough. Yeah, it, it's a start. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> the more what, you learn. Yeah. yeah the more, wow. what, what happens? The more you learn what? I don't, know. I don't know. That's all I know about. It's a popular saying. The more you learn, the, the more, more you know. Learn, the, you know, the, the more the, you the, know, the no the, consequence listed. Yeah, the the bigger your head gets. Well, now we know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that was, that was what I spent most of that time doing. So no. uh, uh, I I saw the dog get put through a dishwasher a lot. Yeah, five times. Five times. Maybe more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting episode. Um, because the dogs were. Not super sentient. They no. were they were just super yeah, curious. I mean, they had the ability. <laughs> they were super curious. Super, super curious. They're like they had the ability to kind of like stand up and press buttons, and that's pretty much what they spent most of their time doing. Yeah. Um, we don't know their names. Um, so they're just listed the, as two curious puppies. Yeah. And although accurate, it's not a name. It's, it's not really a name. Like um, the big puppy, puppy number one. Um, he got put through the dishwasher numerous yeah. times. Um, the second puppy, the little one, he spent a lot of time running away from what appeared to be a very sentient robot. Dustpan and brush robot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he spent a lot of time running away from that, hiding his bone from it, um, which he got out of a dog bone dispenser. And it seems odd that you would have a dog bone dispenser that when you press the pedal, a dog bone falls out. And then immediately, the sweeping machine comes along and sweeps it up. Yeah, and the sweeping machine was already out and about. Yeah, I know, but it just seems odd that you have a machine that, that. that that puts something on the floor and then to immediately, immediately have yeah. the sweet machine. It's entrapment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want a bone? There it is. Ah, but it's gone now. And now you have to fight the machine for it. Yeah. And what I did find funny was the machine, rather than taking the dust anywhere, he went to a back corridor, lifted the carpet, and swept, swept it underneath, yeah. put the carpet even, down. So even the, their, like, yeah, you know, their shaking his responsibility. <laughs> 
Uh, Honestly, it was ridiculous. What I do like about this is that it's that sort of... um, (laughs) That futurist sort of... uh, View like 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 yeah, like the like world sort of, of tomorrow, like, yeah, the world of tomorrow type thing. And it's like I'm really hoping that uh, when we start getting a gl- glance into sort of the 1950s tune world, that it's that that futurist. It it, it all goes a bit Jetsons. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what you're expecting. That's exactly what. Bit, yeah, yeah. it just go, goes a bit Jetsons. Go a bit Jetsons. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, not much answered there. But I'm looking forward to the antiques. Yeah, I like the introduction to, uh, of new characters. It's been a while since we've had uh, new characters come in and not sentient as well. I do wonder whether or not we're going to see more just sort of their moment. Yeah, because the other, the other thing about them being non-sentient uh, creatures is it leads, leads me to believe we're back onto just viewing some life that's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, like we, we're just, we're, we're watching. Like it's happen. just the portal, the, the wormhole is just open somewhere. Yeah. And, and it just so happens that people are sat in the theatre and they're watching it. And they're probably like, oh, it's a bit of an odd one. Yeah, it's almost like the portal opens at certain times and someone on this side knows what times they are. Yeah. Sure and time. we just watch what's going on. That's it's like Big Brother. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Big Brother 1984, like the TV show Big Brother. Yeah. Where you just watch some people milling about. This is much better. This is much better. This is much better. I mean, you know, I've got two curious puppies. I don't even know what's happening in Big Brother at the moment. I imagine something. I don't Is it even on? I don't think it's on anymore. No, I don't think it's on anymore. I think I think the what? twenty odd series they did of it was uh, quite considered enough. enough. Quite okay. enough. It was just quite enough. Yeah. So it it will be interesting to see if we see more because it did definitely just seem like a a snippet of their day. Like we didn't see how they got there. You know what the antics were. Yeah, they were just there. They were just I'm around. guessing it was something. I'm guessing they got up to something before that. They're curious puppies. They are Cal. curious. They don't get called curious puppies yeah. just for being boring. I mean, that's probably why. About. That's probably why you know, in in a couple of months' time, you get another two curious puppies number yeah, because that's true. Do you know what? They start doing. They're more curious, curious puppies. Things. They do. They do stuff out and about. But talking of new characters, so you're uh, you're in luck. We've got <sighs> another one. We have got Dizzy Duck in. Dizzy Duck. Who I thought would show up in a Daffy number, but... And she is a bit porky. But Porky Pig, Dizzy Duck. Uh, and I'm going to read that as, it's an ill wind. Hmm. Uh, Porky's got wind. I really hope that's what it's about. <laughs> or Dizzy's got wind. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, maybe they both got wind. It's an ill wind, January 28th, 1939. <laughs> Interesting. Back on the mainland, Porky Pig. Yeah. Uh, Only just though. Clearly took his bag of money. Uh, he's still got like a little captain's hat. So he I has. presume he does have a boat. Yeah, he's, I presume he, that's he's, where the money went. You think what? He's got some sort of yacht or something yeah, like that. He's, yeah, he's, he's just he's, spooged he's, his cat on a bit of yacht. Yeah, he does it every time. Yeah, he, he does do it every time. He's, he's not he's not very fiscally responsible. Because before, like you know, Porky, he's always run out of cash within like a couple of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby Go got in the money and gone. Haven't seen him since. No. Presumably, just Gabby got his cash and yeah, went. Just living a different life now. I do hope we say. I'd like to see him doing well. Yeah, I'd like to go back. And just, I'd like to see just come back to him and see that he's like some <clears throat> tycoon. Yeah, I, I'd like to see him less stressed, less angry. Yeah, a bit more chilled out. Um, yeah. but yeah, Porky doesn't learn because he's back there 
He's with Dizzy Duck. Instantly made friends with some form of mental duck. Like, he, 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 he tried to go, he tried to get away from it all, he joined the Navy, he didn't like that, he came back, forgot really why he joined the Navy, immediately befriended another insane duck. Yes. It's not quite Daffy level. No, no, no. I, and Dizzy did seem to try hard. Yeah, like, like you said, like, so basically what happens here, they go fishing, there's a big storm. Uh, and so they're they run into the yacht club. So they hide in they hide in the, uh, in the in the boathouse there, and uh, basically get spooked by uh, a dog that's there that's uh, basically had a, a like a diving helmet fall on its head and wrapped and it up looks in like chains. A weird, and wrapped up chains and just looks like a crazy monster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's they've mainly just spent it running around that. But like Dizzy and Porky both got into peril. And they both called for help from the other one. And Porky didn't seem much interested. Either, either didn't hear or wasn't bothered. Yeah. Dizzy, Dizzy actually came to really tried to help. He did. I, he, he whiffed it. He whiffed it, but he was well, trying. Well, he tried. Like, he, like, he put the effort in. Um, what I did find interesting, though, is they, Porky said, oh, this building might be haunted. So that got me thinking, are ghosts a thing? In the in in their universe, or and then is he superstitious, or are ghosts just a thing? Well, that's what I'm thinking. But at one point, Dizzy got scared, and it seemed like his spirit jumped out of his body into a barrel, then reached out and grabbed his physical body and pulled that body in. So you really do think? So that... I'm I'm thinking that there is a separation between the spirit and the physical self. Uh, at least in their world, because he was able to jump out, grab his physical self, pull that in. What was Dizzy's physical form's sort of demeanour during the brief seconds where... It wasn't moving. It wasn't moving. So it was it was How inanimate. Moving, do you think? Completely inanimate. It's, it's, it, well, from, from the few seconds that was there, it was inanimate. So I'm thinking that once the, once the spirit had jumped out, you've just got a lifeless husk. Right. And, you know, you got to get back into it quick. You just I'm do. Guessing. Yeah. Because you don't want to leave it too Well, you need to keep an eye out for that as well, because I mean, it's a bit, it's a little akin to what we were starting to see with reflections and mm. things like that as well. Yeah. Where it could be quite separate uh, in its action, but once you catch it, then it sort of falls back in line. Yeah. Well, what, what happened then was that then the dog came up the stairs with its helmet on its chains and ended up in a different barrel... And then they did like the classic cartoon thing of chasing each other through yeah. barrels, but like going in like one and Mario, popping out of like another one. Mario pipes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether or not they were connected somehow, or whether or not it was just sort of like, you know, some fourth dimensional travel between barrels. But we've seen before, like, because because that could fall under, like. The, the bracket of like toon powers which we've decided there's a pretty much a stigma about using in society but yeah. we have seen them used when people are like super stressed out Pan- yes like like super panics I, I don't think uh, Dizzy is long past his trouser test I don't think he was born sentient I think he was he's had his moment he's passed his trouser test and he's recently become friends with Porky that's what I think because okay. he, he, he didn't do you think Porky's part of the programme Hmm? Do you think he's part of some program where, like, like when ducks have just taken their trouser test, they, they get they, they get, like, they get so, so kind of like, like a, a like, like a, a Big Brother yeah, system, yeah, Big Brother system, yeah, yeah. Uh, but not the 
you know, no, the show. Not, 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 yeah, not a nine four. Like the like Big Brother Big Sister program where you can take. You yeah. Know, yeah, I think so. So yeah, like possibly, but but maybe not only ducks. Like like maybe it's just coincidence. That it's yeah. So I, what I'm thinking, possibly Gabby also worked for them as well. I don't know. I got the, I always got the impression of Gabby. Maybe Gabby was yeah. Maybe Gabby was Porky's. But Porky wouldn't even see. No, no. I'm, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking Gabby was just maybe somebody who worked with Porky on this program. I don't think he oh, right. was. Porky. I don't, you know I don't Porky was his mentor. I think. Gabby and him worked together. That's why they were on a holiday. Yeah, yeah. And they lived together because they had a similar job. That's interesting. Because he seems to be volunteering. He's not making any money out of this. He's not making any money out of this uh, mentoring program. Big Boy Pants program. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Like it. That is good. It's the Big Boy Pants program. It's big Big Boy Pants program. <laughs> write that shit down. The BVPP. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Porky... You know, Volunteers. in addition to his 900 other jobs that he does for a day at a time, yeah, he's part of the Big Boy Pants program, which takes creatures that have just taken their trouser test and sort of integrates shows them, them the ropes. Yeah, integrates society. them into... And I think when he joined the Navy, it's because he felt like he'd failed Daffy. Yes. Yeah, because, like, oh, he had a hard time with And in Daffy. a way, he had. Oh, he did. Like, I'm not pulling all of the blame on Porky, but oh, he right. has to take... A good proportion of that blame, I yeah. think. It was a it was it was a, a bold move on his part to take that responsibility. All right, because he was mad. He still is, presumably. I think Daffy's still alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he still goes. Always, always mad. So that, that, that that's that, that's actually quite good. That so that episode gave us a lot more than I anticipated. It was nice to see a new character, but that has actually given us uh, some more information yeah. into kind of how their world works with newly sentient creatures. Um, yeah, because like there has to be a transition, right? There has to be a like yeah, some you, level to which you know this guy hasn't been here long. Yeah, you, like you can't just go sentience to right and you go into society. Yeah, out you go into society, have fun with it. Like yeah. you pass your trouser test, you get you know certain perks you can get onto the welfare yeah um, I don't think you necessarily get on sort of the mental programme no you do better, but like it's an option it's yeah. a thing that can happen well I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like like it's potentially if you want to get onto the welfare then you have to go through the mentoring programme beforehand right. to give you the, the possibility of getting jobs yeah okay so it, I think you can get jobs anyway yeah, I, I, I think, you're I think, not getting I think any support possibly, when you don't have one yeah, I think you possibly could just get a job anyway if you just adapt to it yeah. but you know, that's going to, to help support yeah. you know, into work. Yeah. Um, Especially while you're on your, you know, your JSA. Yeah. Because it's, it's not really rehabilitation, so it's just habilitation. Just initial habilitation. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you get habilitation. And yes. That allows you, it, it teaches you the skills you need to learn. And once you've been through that mental program and you still can't find a job, you can get onto the... Um, you get onto the welfare system. Well, that's definitely something to think about. Look at look at all, look, look at all that from one episode. Boom! We've got a, we've got a bigger a bigger idea of what's going on now. We do indeed, and I think we're going to call that the last one for. This I think week. It's, I think it's a good place to leave it. Uh, so it's a good solid place, I think. A uh, couple of things. Uh, so what we're going to start doing, I think, is every ten episodes do a companion episode. Uh, which we're going to call the Universal Glossary, which basically all the all the theories that we've cemented and all the terms that we might keep using 
uh, we'll put in that episode and it'll be a short little bit just recapping the previous 10 episodes if anyone wants to catch up or brush up on our gibberish because like, <laughs> that was a lot it will save us uh, basically explaining the concept every time we start using these terms yeah um, it, I think it'll help us out it'll save us a lot of time uh, otherwise yeah. we're going to have to do it because it'll mean we can just we can just, episode, so. we can just say the egghead parks yes uh, and, and then hopefully everyone will know and, and there'll be a thing that's like it's been cemented so uh, we're going to start doing those um and uh, yeah, we're going to have to start looking also at because uh, uh, feature films start happening earlier than I thought they did. Yeah, they do. So we might actually have to at some point compile the fil- the, the filmography list with the feature films list. Admin, yeah. oh, admin, woo, yeah, yeah. a bit of admin. Oh, can't get enough of it. Uh, writing, typing, reading, love it. Uh, we're also trying to put together a, a wiki. For yeah. this whole uh, ordeal, um, more for, more for our benefit than anybody else's. But, really. uh, well, we're going to try and flesh it out up to the point where where we are, yeah. and then uh, we'll open it up to uh, everyone else to to uh, help us out adding things in. Yeah, uh, it will be Scribbling easier findings. once we're adding stuff week by week. But yeah. at the moment, we're just trying to we're just playing catch up with the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a big chunk to do. Admin, yeah. Woo! I discovered that the monkey mayor is not the monkey mayor. He's, he's not no. He's the building commissioner. Yeah, and um, we did refer to him very often as yeah. the monkey mayor, I'm, and probably still will. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Bear in mind that whenever we say monkey mayor, we mean, we the mean building Sandy Cement. <laughs> Sandy Cement, the building commissioner. The building commissioner. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So that's uh, what we've got in the works. Uh, but uh, yeah, apart from that, we'll be back next week uh, to resume the Space Jam continuum. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Interesting times. All right. Tune in. Cheers. See you later. Bye. Uh, if you notice anything that we uh, might have got wrong, or uh, any comments, or you just want to say hello, or goodbye, or good evening, or good night, uh, you can contact us on Twitter at TSJ Community, or you can drop us an email at the Space Jam Continuum at gmail.com. <laughs>